0: Welcome to the Mindful Mess Show podcast. My name is Maddie.
1: And I'm Marina. And on this podcast, we will talk about how we can live our best lives all unfiltered.
0: And just a quick disclaimer, everything we're going to be talking about on this podcast is from our own experiences, super raw and unfiltered. So in no way, shape or
1: form do we mean to offend anyone. Hello. Hi, how are you? I'm
0: good. How are you? I'm really good. Currently back in the mountains. Every time we film, I feel like uh, I'm back in the mountains. Uh, But I just got here yesterday evening, and now I'm just excited to get to work, but with a nicer view.
1: Yes. Oh, my God. That's so nice. Because here in Vienna, you know, I'm just staying at home. It's national lockdown until like 8th of February, but who knows? So, like, you know, my only activity is going to the grocery store. (laughs) I don't,
0: someone asked me yesterday why are you going back to the mountains I was like well like why not like w- what else am I supposed to like I work from home I can yeah. go anywhere well technically anywhere because I mean I can't go anywhere because of corona but like at least I can go to the mountains like I have a home here I can go here it's fast it's nice and I can do I have wi-fi right it's not like in the mountains that I can't get signal you know so that's why I'm in the mountains, like just to escape a little bit. It's, it's necessary sometimes if you have the, the chance.
1: Yeah, but how are things in Romania? Are things open, like restaurants or?
0: Well, apparently they opened them. I um, was actually out for coffee with our common friend, Bianca. And we were talking about, we were talking about it too. But we were talking about it and um, we were, I was like asking her, okay, but why? Like, why are we inside? Like, can we be inside? she's like, yeah, apparently you can be inside in like some places of, of the restaurant. And like until eleven, I don't know exactly. Maybe they're bending the rules. I don't really yeah. understand. Anymore. But apparently, we can stay out a little bit longer than before, because before you could stay out until like nine ish, mm-hmm. and now you can stay out until eleven. So, have no idea really. I I've been, but I've been more social lately because I mean, after a couple months of just. Having corona and being isolated, I decided that it was time because I was getting in a little bit of a depression. I yeah. feel like you do get in a depression when you're not interacting at all with other people, you know? So I was just like, I need to, to meet new people. So I did, like, the past two weeks. I even met Andrea. Um, she came back from London. So um, she, oh, she like, came back
1: from London. Yeah, yeah, for
0: a couple weeks. So she was in, like, isolation, but I went over to see her. Because oh. she, she just had corona, like, a couple weeks ago. So she's, like, fine and I'm fine. So we saw. It was so nice to catch up with people and like get that energy from being with other people too. You forget how it is.
1: Yeah, I I can't relax. Yeah,
0: yeah, but if you're gonna go to London, then you're gonna get a bit of that, right? A bit of variety.
1: I yes, but I don't know because there's everything's closed, and where am I gonna (laughs) meet my people in the airport? Sorry at least you get to go to the airport yes that's yeah that's great
0: (laughs) andrea told me that like they were completely empty like the the airport was completely empty
1: i mean yeah but you know in the uk it's crazy every time every time i'm reading the news it's like something else is happening so i don't even know anything yeah it's like a new variant and a new variant and a new variant.
0: (laughs) the thing is like you can't even not read the news because you have to get there so you have to be like on top of the game but you know
1: I tried to call the airport just because I wanted to know about this quarantine and whatever, and nobody's answering. It's like all automated that I need to check on the website. But what if the website is not updated? Like, how am I supposed to know? It's really annoying.
0: I know. I mean, honestly, like ever since I've started getting more into adulthood, I'm just joking, but like seriously, (laughs) like I've been, you know, living in my own apartment, paying my bills, doing all these things, like... um, it's fucking hard. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I didn't want <know>. okay. to. <laughs> but, like, seriously, I kind of, I'm not even like that responsible. Like, I don't have that many responsibility, like my parents do or like your parents do or whatever. Yeah. But it's so much more difficult than they make it out to be like I mean there's so much paperwork there's so many things to do you have to deal with all these you know companies like electricity and gas and water that don't especially answer in Romania your, yeah they don't answer your phone they don't answer your messages you have to pay your taxes and like I mean it's it's so much work and I know like people that have been working for a long time now or that have been doing all these things Maybe you're thinking like, oh, who is, who is this like spoiled brat complaining? No, I'm not. Like, I just want to say that like I'm taking responsibility for my life and it's not as easy as I thought. Like, and, I, and I can be so much more grateful and so much more appreciative for what my parents have been going through. Yeah. I mean, imagine all that and like having a business and taking care of kids and taking care of grandparents and taking care of most family members. Like, it's a lot of work. So kudos to our parents. So, like, yeah. let's take them a- like acknowledge our parents
1: because I agree but you said that you know you're paying your bills you're having your business you're paying your taxes so maybe you can tell us more about that about your life you know because I think that we didn't really talk about uh, much about what we do like well especially you because you have a business so
0: yeah so I mean I'm very excited what I'm doing now I think more than ever I had like a month in December where I was a bit uninspired, but I think also because of Corona. And I think because things were just like, not, I mean, I, I wasn't making them move. So I, I, I was just kind of like, Oh, like, I don't know if I'm doing the right thing, but what always gets me through it is seeing that, you know, the people that I work with are actually getting results and they're happy. And yesterday we had like one of our calls for the end of our challenge and, and, two people were like you know what it like with these coaches and like this community like you cannot fail and this was such a nice thing to hear because I put in a lot of work and sometimes I'm very hard on myself and I'm gonna get in in a little bit into what I'm doing but I feel like I'm hard on myself because maybe I don't have like as many clients as I would like like to or where I think I should have but my mom made a very good point yesterday she was like like with every person like you're already changing that person's life like even if it's one person like you're already making such a difference so you have to remember how valuable what you do is you know but um basically I'm a coach and I'm a nutrition wellness exercise coach and I got into this completely coincidentally let's say like I wasn't planning on doing this, you know, I finished fashion marketing and communication in university. Um, I was maybe, if I wasn't gonna do this, I was maybe going to get into um, marketing, digital marketing or um, some sort of uh, advertising. I, I I would have liked to work in an advertising company too. I think it's really fun. Um, but I also have a lot of different passions and things I like to do and one of them is, is being with people, helping people. And I think that this came to me back in 2018 when I went to Tony Robbins because I feel like I've talked about this before, but I think this is what basically stirred this in me because I, I think I was quite selfish before. I was very self-centered and I didn't see the connection between being financially free, making money and adding value and helping other people. But Tony made it very clear that you can totally make money but also help people and like actually you're going to be so much more fulfilled when you do help people right than when you just think about yourself and I think this is when I when I sort of started doing more things for other people and when my passion for coaching sort of ignited because I started you know taking the information that I got from Tony and spreading it around to people and people started seeing me as a reference point and as someone that could give them good advice and help them out. And I even started like doing these posts on Instagram. I remember for a while and like, because I was so inspired and so full of energy, I started sharing all this information and people always joke like, oh yeah, I should become a coach. Like you're my life coach and stuff like that, you know? Um, so this basically started me this idea of like, okay, I, w- I would like to do coaching. Um, but on the on the other hand, I also have always been passionate about like, exercise nutrition you know a healthy lifestyle everyone knew that about me although I took a little break when I was in Spain because the lifestyle there wasn't really um you know prone to to health I would say and I guess I guess we all need that break sort of in 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 our lives and if you're in university like you can be super healthy like totally but if you want to have fun and like enjoy stuff that's totally fine too because you have your whole life to be healthy but yeah. I did go to the gym like I have to say I did go to the gym and I did have my phases when I was very healthy but then I had some I wasn't that healthy um but basically um, yeah so let's put that on the side like my passion for coaching sort of became a yeah. reality and then on the other hand like we can take my past and we can look at how my life sort of evolved and my passion for this side of wellness nutrition exercise was always for my family as well because this is what my parents do and this is their area of expertise forever right so I think I kind of grew up in in this I sort of rejected it for a while as well because it was more like okay that's what my parents are doing I don't want to do anything that my parents are doing but it obviously became part of me and then I always hated exercise and sports I mean also we were in a school Marina you know that didn't really um, encourage I mean physical activity right? I remember. So it was, quite, it was quite difficult and in Romania like it's different than the states or UK like it's very rare for schools to have like a team like a, I don't know, like a football team or basketball team. Like you actually have to like get associated to a club and then you have to go after school and, and, and do a lot of hours of training. And I mean, it wasn't the case for us. So I wasn't very happy with, like, I wasn't very excited about working out or sports, but when I was 12, I did start doing like workouts at home. Um, And and I liked doing that. But then when I was in in the UK, when I was in boarding school, my really good friend at the time, Josie, um, she used to do athletics back in Germany. So our athletics coach in, in school contacted her and, she, and he was like, listen, Josie, come over to the track and field and we're going to do, um, we're going to do like a test mm-hmm. run and then you can train for the summer games. And Josie was like, okay, I don't want to go there alone. So she called me and she's like, do you want to come with me? And I was like, what am I going to do in athletics? Like i like, I it's gonna be so embarrassing. Like, I can't even run, you know? And I came with her because she asked me to. And it was me, her, this random boy, and the teacher. And it was like a, a huge field because we, it was the winter. So the games weren't on. The yeah. games are in the summer for athletics. So I remember we were doing these um, hurdles. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. the hurdles, jump over them. And this was just the warm up. And we had to do like this sort of hurdle exercise. And you had to go in a square. And I remember like falling on my ass, like multiple times, like embarrassing myself in front of those three people and like not being able to run, not being able to do much. Like Josie was super athletic. And at the end, like Bob, I loved Bob. He was the teacher. He came to me and I was like, okay, so Madalena, what do you think? Like, are you, are you gonna ever come back to athletics? And like, everyone expected me to say no. And I was just like, yeah, I wanna come like every day. So I, because I I was so frustrated that I couldn't get those things right. And I, and I liked it and I wanted to get better. So long story short, I started going like three days, no, three or four days a week. And then the other days that we didn't train at the the track, we did strength training after nine from nine to 10 with Bob. So we would do running, we would do um, weights, we would do like jump rope, like all these different conditioning and strength training workouts. So this is when my passion for like exercise and working out, um, started and I got really into it. And then I took a gap year between, um, uh, university and high school and university. And in that gap year, I started working for one of my parents' gym gyms, and I worked as a secretary, um, which was funny because I mean, I just didn't want to do anything that they were doing. So then long story short, I got so frustrated again to see people like, you know exercising working out like you know coaches doing stuff and helping people so I was just like okay like I want to get my personal trainer license like I want to do this so I did and I started training and I started like doing classes with people and I started like coaching people on nutrition like helping people actually I had quite a few clients back then like and they were very very good results and they're very happy but then I went to university and I put everything on pause um, so I didn't think, like, I thought this would be like my gap year, little occupation and, yeah. and I wouldn't get back to it. But then, um, the pandemic hit and just like two or three weeks before the pandemic, before I came back home, I had this thought, like, what if I would go back to that? Like, I actually had the thought and I called my mom and she was like, yeah, but you're not serious. Like you, you just did it as like a, like, yeah, in your gap. You're like, you don't actually want to do this. Like, I don't want you to just do this because you know, whatever um, and I was like, no, I actually want to do it. Like, I I really think I want to do it. And then I came back home and I was writing my dissertation, my thesis. And I was also very, very unfit at the time. So I decided I was going to get back in shape. And I did. Like, I, I started slowly getting back in shape. And then as I was doing this, I decided to talk to a couple of my old clients And ask them how they're doing and see if they want some more coaching so some of them wanted so we got in i did this little group and because my parents were also doing some sort of similar thing Mm -hmm. but and working online but i just wanted to do a little bit more of my own thing and just bring my own twist into it so i started doing that and i Slowly started to build up a base of customers because they were recommending new people. So I just slowly started to build a base of customers, and we worked in Romanian. And I still work primarily in Romanian with Romanian clients, but most of them at the moment are from different countries. Like mm-hmm. I have people from Belgium, from France, from England. Um, I and then I have like a few people that speak English, but I work with them individually until I want. I, I still want to build like a system to basically give them the support they need mm-hmm. in English. Because I think that the whole the whole thing that I'm doing is so much based on support and, and being in support systems. Because long story short, what I do is I try to teach people new habits, healthy mm-hmm. habits, and I want them to internalize these habits so then they can maintain them long-term because we hear all the time, like, okay, you want to lose weight, you need, or you want to tone, you need to go on a diet, you need to go on a caloric deficit, and that's completely true, like, don't get me wrong, Um, you know, I get so many questions, like, from my clients, and from people that I'm going to potentially work with, you know, like, oh my God, so what happens if you eat after six, or uh, do I have to cut out all carbs, or, like, all these different questions, or do I have to eat only protein, or do I have to eat only salads, right, the, the idea about weight loss is very simple. You need to eat in a caloric deficit, right? But then there's so many other layers that go into it because I'm going to give you an example. One of my clients lost 40 kilograms, right? She was very overweight. She was very sick. She lost 40 kilograms in the past months since we started working together. She had one month, like in September, like no, three weeks in which she did not lose one gram Like nothing on the scale, she lost a few centimeters, which is another point. You don't always look at at your the weight on your scale because your body composition changes, right? You lose fat, you keep your muscle, you gain some muscle, and your shape changes. You lose centimeters, and that may not be reflected on the scale, right? But she did not lose a considerable amount of weight for three weeks because she wasn't sleeping enough, and she was very very stressed. And we often forget how important these factors are as well. So. Yes, a caloric deficit is important, but there's so many other factors, including your mindset, including what you think about your journey. Because I actually am going to, I like to work with examples so you can see these things yeah. illustrated. I had another client, which she was my client for one month and she quit, like she didn't want to do it anymore. Um, she's the only person that has ever quit, by the way. Uh, but she started her journey with me by saying, I don't believe that I'm going to lose weight. There's no way I'm going to get a result. Yeah. So I told her, listen, I mean, we cannot start like that. Like you have to change your mind. So she's like, no, but I failed so many times and I get it. We've all failed. Like I've been on so many diets all my life. Like I get it. And it's a journey and it's a process, but you can't start something with, I'm not going to get it done. And of course she was the only one of my clients. I, I've had clients that have struggled, of course, but because she had a, a, a history of like 20 years of dieting, because. Because she had such a restrictive mentality and because she didn't, she didn't get the coaching. You know, I always tell people, if you're going to work with me, listen to me, you know, you don't have to think about much. Like with me, I'm very precise. I give you all the things, all the tools you need. You just apply them. If you apply them, you're going to see results and you trust the process. Like if I tell you, be in this support group, be in this support group, because I know what I'm talking about. If I tell you, show me what you've eaten today, because I made people send me what they've, what they've had for, Mm. for, their meals because i want to check i want to see if they're getting enough veggies if they're getting enough protein if they did the right combinations i think that's so crucial because they can tell me right you can i can call them up and they can say yeah i had i had the food i ate today was good but really i mean is that true like because i can lie and i'm not saying that they're lying but of course when you have to you know show me what you what you've done you're gonna be so much more careful with what you're eating and i see that in everyone so if you're okay to listen to my coaching, and if you apply what I'm saying, then you're going to get the results. So this is what happened with this lady. She just, she wasn't coachable at all. So at the end, she had a very big like fit. She screamed at me and she was like, you know, I only lost two and a half kilograms in one month. Um, Considering that I usually spend about seven to 10 days on just an adjustment period where the weight loss is not goal Mm -hmm. I don't put them in a caloric deficit really I just make them adjust to a new way of eating cooking a new routine because I feel like if I make people if I put people in a caloric deficit directly it's much harder for them so now after seven ten days they already know everything so it's such a piece of cake like you don't even have to think about it they just go ahead and, and everything's easy so ten days out of that one month we were in an adjustment period and she only lost only I'm I'm doing like little you know yeah, yeah. um how do you call them I don't know what you call them but you know what yeah. if you're watching the video you know what I mean Uh marks like I have no idea like basically sort of an ironic tone I'm trying to hear. Yeah. Uh, only two and a half kilograms considering her history of diets, considering the fact that she was in the adjustment period, considering the fact that she had a very negative mindset, considering the fact that she wasn't taking my coaching. Right. So it's, it's a little bit of a fine line, you know? Um, but basically that's what I do. I, I help them get new habits. Um, we work on a couple of different areas. We work on the nutrition part, making sure you get in all your food groups and all your macronutrients, right? I don't like cutting nutrients out. I don't like, you know, cutting carbs out. I don't like cutting, you know, certain proteins. Out. I don't like cutting um, fats out. I understand that there's so many different school of thoughts and maybe people don't agree with me. But for me, I think balance is such a key. I've done so many different diets in which I've cut stuff out, and it doesn't work long term in my opinion, like you want to make sure and i and I prefer a a, a long term weight loss than a short term weight loss i like I prefer people lose three kilos a month than losing ten kilos a month and then gaining them all back so I'd rather not putting them in like a super super strict caloric deficit, not cutting out stuff. I also use supplementation in some parts. And especially for the breakfast part, I find that that's the most effective for people um, in order to get like a very complete breakfast. And once they've had their complete breakfast, then I find that everything else they eat is so much more, like they they stick to things much better because also their blood sugar levels are stable. So I know that maybe people that are doing intermittent fasting, they don't agree with that. Um, And that's fine. I just found that people who... Who have breakfast and even like have some sort of supplementation for breakfast they tend to have a better sort of performance throughout the day and that's my experience um so yeah and also the exercise part i think i want to touch on the exercise part because so many people that i work with they start and they ask me oh my god do i have to work out like you know seven days a week two hours like i'm so scared i don't have time i I, i'm so unfit you know I believe in 80 percent nutrition, 20 percent workout, because ultimately, if you're eating right, most of the time, exercise is complementary to that. It helps tone your muscles, it helps give you energy. Yeah, you burn calories with exercise as well, but I don't tend to recommend you know, or to the people I work with necessarily to base their result on solely working out. Um, I don't want working out to be a punishment. I don't want working out to be, you know, like I'm just working out for weight loss. No, yeah. it, it, that that's not what working out is. And ultimately, if you do um, eat very poorly and you work out, you're ultimately going to injure yourself at some point because your muscles, your bones are not going to be in great shape. And you're just not going to feel good. You're not going to be energized, you know? So I tend to tell people, you know, We host online workouts. Um, So we have a couple, like every day we have online workouts and then people can connect, but some people don't, don't find the hours Mm -hmm. fitted for them. Right. So I tell them, listen, I give them some, I have a little guide for, for exercises at home that I send them, or I tell them, listen, go for a walk, go for a run, go for a swim, look up a 10 minute video online. If you don't want any of the options Mm -hmm. I gave you, but do something active And I have this one video that I actually recommend a couple of videos that I I recommend to people who are very, very new to working out and maybe they're not very fit. Um, There's this one lady on YouTube called Leslie Samson, and she has this series called Walk at Home. Um, And this, especially if you're a bit older and again, you don't have time or you're you're not very fit yet. Walk at home is a great thing you can do because you're literally walking at home and you walk with this lady and the people around her Mm -hmm. and you can walk like up to like three or four miles and you just walk and you do different, very easy movements, but you're just walking at home and you can get in like a relatively good, you know, sort of cardio exercise at home. Um, So I prefer people do a little bit every day than over-exercising one day or being obsessed with it. And if they target their nutrition and their eating and their sleeping and their stress, then the working out is just that cherry on top that makes, you know, the muscles look better and the skin look better and like everything else, you know? So this is kind of my philosophy around it. And again, how I work, like in the sense of the... um, support groups, mm-hmm. I do little mini challenges, little mini 10-day challenges. Um, we call them a the marathon challenge because um, it's funny. It is a marathon that we s- split in different mini chunks, right? Yeah. We don't call it a sprint because it's not a sprint, especially if, if you have to lose 30 to 40 kilograms. It's definitely not a sprint. It's a marathon. But when you divide this marathon in 10 days, and celebrate every 10 days, it's so much better for your mind, for your mindset, that celebration, you know? Of course, in 10 days, you won't lose 10K, right? Yeah. You may you may lose like one kilogram or you may use, lose a couple of grams, but that's so encouraging, you know, to know that you've done that, to know that every day you've been disciplined. And of course, not everyone is disciplined. And uh, I always tell them that like, I have one client we started last week and she has a very, very, um, busy social life. So she told me, you know, I like that, you know, with you and your approach and everything you're doing, like, I don't have to say goodbye to my social life because Mm -hmm. I never would have done it anyways. And of course, yes, no, on Saturday, she, they, they hosted a dinner and she didn't eat right. And. The scale didn't look great the next day by the way the reason why I make people weigh themselves is not so they become obsessed with the scale is so they lose the fear of the scale because the scale is simply a numerical tool that can show us where we're going and people have become like most of my clients that have been going on the scale for a while they have become so desensitized from the scale like they don't care anymore they simply see it as a tool like they go on the scale they see what happened okay last night wasn't that great i can start over today and it's all fine so this is why i made people weigh themselves but at the same time we always look at the body composition centimeters Mm -hmm. and stuff like that and the way they look because they take pictures so we can take new pictures every couple weeks so we see the things that changed. but um yeah of course you didn't eat very you know healthy the night before um, but she was just happy. She was like, okay, but like today is an, another day. Like I can get back on track. And I'm like, yeah, you can. So that's the thing. I, we have these 10 days and in these 10 days, people post their food, uh, what they're eating every day. I post with, with my partner. I have another coach I work with. Um, and she also posts her meals. I post my meals. So they get more ideas and we post some recipes. And then, um, every day we have a different sort of topic, like nutrition, um, exercise or personal development topic so people get constantly get information and and different insights so they can learn and then they also talk to each other and encourage each other because you know sometimes it's not easy especially when you're on a marathon and you don't only have to tone two kilograms you have to tone like i mean like lose 30k it's not as easy you know and you always sort of you know encounter different issues and that's why we always start with the why why do you want to do this? Like, what is your goal? My most recent client wants to go to the Maldives and seriously, that's her that's goal. And she told me, I for once don't want to take a picture of just the sea. I, yeah. like I, I want to take the picture with me in it and the ocean, right? So I'm like, okay, so this is your why. And, and we're going to keep it in mind. So whenever, you know, we feel like quitting or we feel like we're bored of it, we remember, okay. So I want to take that picture. Like this is my why. And maybe some people are gonna say like, oh, it's such a shallow thing, but that's what's what's gonna keep you going. If you're a grandma, right, and you have, but seriously, if you have really bad health issues um, and you're a grandma, your why might be because you want to see your grandparents, uh, your grandkids, grow up. Yeah. And you want to spend time with them. If you're in your early, I mean, mid or late twenties. It might be because you want to look amazing in your clothes or you want to look amazing in a bikini. And yes, health is important, but the people that say, oh, I'm only doing this for my health and they're in our 20s, like, I mean, they're our age, "Mm, I beg to differ a little bit because I'm sure there's some element there where you also want to look good. And that's perfectly fine because if you have your why, then that's going to keep you going. Health, of course, is the basis of it. You're going to get healthier. You're going to feel better. But there's also, I feel like, a certain level of, you know, wanting to look a little bit better. And that's totally fine, too. I'm, I'm, I, I don't think that should be something that is sort of condemned. Like, if you're doing this also because you want to look good. We have one life, right? I, I, I watch, I mean, I follow someone who always says, you know, we have one life. And why wouldn't we want to look and feel our best? Like, be the best version of ourselves. I have one friend, and she, she has a really nice six-pack abs, right? and she didn't have them before she got them in the past year and i asked her like quick but like how did you go from that to that because she had the same tools she could have used them before right i mean it wasn't something new she's a coach she knows exactly what to do she was fit before but she didn't have these perfectly chiseled abs, right and she was like you know what i'm 34 years old um i've always thought about you know how would it be if i was in my best shape how would it be if i had these six pack abs like I just wanted to see how it felt. Like I just wanted to do that for myself to see, to show myself that I can do it, but also see how it is and be that sexy woman that I always imagined that would be. And she is obviously like, I mean, she was super pretty before she's a very pretty girl and she looked good before, but I think the, the sense of accomplishment that she got when she got those abs, wasn't that necessarily that she got the the abs, but that she did it, you know, that she became the best version of herself. And of course, you know, you can have abs and you can maintain them. And I mean, I think abs are the hardest to get and the easiest to lose because you ultimately have to have a lower fat percentage and not, we don't really choose where we deposit fat. I have not been blessed in that department. I have relatively skinny legs and even if i gain a considerable amount of weight mm-hmm. i still have like nice long legs but i deposit most of my fat in my belly and my upper body right so i have to struggle like twice as a person who has maybe like bigger legs and a naturally more toned stomach so again don't beat yourself up if you are not maybe losing weight in the areas that you want to because you can't spot yeah train and you can spot like if you're gonna go and do arms like all day long hoping that you're gonna lose weight in your arms you might be a little bit disappointed because you have to lose weight overall and then once you are at your optimal weight then you can go ahead and tone but also if you want to build muscle then that's a whole different area because you have to eat a little bit of a caloric surplus you have to make sure you're getting all your nutrients it's not I mean, it's easy but it's not that easy this is why most people don't get it right this is why I do what I do because I coach people and I give them that support and that structure so they can keep going so you can start on your own but it's much harder especially when you don't have a plan so you need a plan and you need to stick to it and you need to be consistent and then you need once you got your goals to keep with it because you don't want everything that you've done to just go down the drain. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Did I get in everything I wanted to say because I talk a lot?
1: (laughs) No, I think so. You know, like I was listening to you and to me personally, it's first of all amazing that you're doing this and you're helping people, but also like you are so young, you know, and you're doing all of this and you should really be proud of yourself because at the end of the day, you know, like you're helping other people and you're making you know this power moves with your business and move, like being a, like moving alone now and just paying your own bills and that's it's exciting it's I tough. know thank like, you it is and I feel like I forget to to be
0: grateful for that and be proud of myself sometimes I'm, be, I'm very 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 hard on myself yeah and I tr- I have to I have to be a bit more compassionate because Maybe I'm not doing as much as I want to, but I'm still doing something. Like I'm not, my mom said yes. said something yesterday. She's like, you're 23 years old. Like you could be with a cocktail right now, like chilling and, you know, doing like, not, like not giving a shit, you know? So uh, yeah, I, I guess I am doing something and I'm happy. I'm excited to see what's, what's to come. I'm excited to help more people to, to see more results to, you know, yeah. Just see how that goes. I'm excited.
1: I am excited for you and, you know, like whoever listens to this and wants, you know, to transform their life, they should definitely come to you because I think... I'm
0: waiting for you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna whip you into shape. No, I'm kidding. No, it's gonna be a fun journey. You just, you just get ready because it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be challenging sometimes, but if you want results, like I know how to do that. You just have to trust me and trust in yourself and it's gonna be fine. We're gonna get it. So I'm waiting for you. <laughs> whoever you are whoever's listening to this: <laughs> Oh Well, so, Marina, do you want to say anything else in the ending of this episode? Maybe some things that you want to share about what you're doing or some goals that you have for the next few months, weeks?
1: Mm, well, what I'm doing is just working. <laughs> Right now, I'm just working at a company, so I'm not, let's say, doing that much. But, no, but what are
0: your like key takeaways from your work? Like, what do you do? What, what what's your favorite part of? It?
1: For, for me, I, I'm doing digital marketing, so now I'm just like exploring new markets and just making presentations about like how can we enter new markets, what strategies we can do. So it's pretty fun because it's never it's really like kind it's never the same thing. Yes, it, it is quite fun, and I think the best thing is that I'm working from home, so I don't really need to go there yeah that's really it's I don't like that at all but I think goals for me is just um, kind of seeing like you said you know what's next and trying to see exactly what I want from this year because you know like it's just the end I cannot believe it's February to be honest but it's just that I kind of need to think a bit ahead of what I want to do as well but now I kind of took this let's say rest period which I kind of needed so now it's slowly transitioning back into my creative part. <laughs> Hopefully. I'm
0: excited to see more from your life at them quotes.
1: Page. Yes, you know, I'm not really sure if I want to continue with that. That's something that I'm actually thinking really? about. I'm not sure. I think that was a really nice chapter because I started when I was like 21, I think. I, I don't yeah, I think. And it was a really nice thing for me to do and kind of occupied me and you know kind of helping people but I'm not sure that I see a future with that so I kind of that's something that I'm also reflecting on, upon so really, yes but uh, <laughs> thank you I mean it's no hard feelings I'm just really thinking what is to come and if that like if this is a project that I should sustain or not but we'll see about yeah I mean totally
0: I mean time is so valuable and you need to know what you're putting your time exactly. into Exactly. But your book, I mean, how is that?
1: It's good. I know it's going pretty well. I mean, not extraordinarily, but it's, it's going. Uh, but I wasn't really focused lately on it, to be honest. Like I had the holidays and then I had this month that was quite intense at work as well. So I didn't really focus much on it. And also that's something that I need to question what I want to do next. So again, like that's just, I need a period of reflection, let's say, and I'm trying to find a time for that.
0: But it's crazy to think that you're a published author,
1: Marina. Like, how crazy is that? a published author, you know. It's but yes, it's it's crazy. But it's also crazy what you're doing. And I think you know, compared to other people that I know that right now are just and I'm not belittling anyone, but (laughs) you know, just not really taking advantage of the age. Because I think now it's the time to you know make mistakes and really go out there and I yeah I think you know if you have a dream if you have a goal if you want to do something just do it like you're young you can just do it and then you know if you fail you fail and then you do something else That's-
0: but also be patient because I feel like this is my biggest test right now That's- I'm really trying in social media like I'm actually trying to put in the work and I'm I'm gonna start being more consistent on TikTok but like the Romanian version of TikTok because unfortunately the algorithm here does not allow me to access many people abroad like when you're in Romania like you're going to get sent to the people in Romania. So obviously I need to do content in in Romania, but it's tough. You know what? Like it's, it's tough to keep your motivation up because not every piece of content does as well. And I have a couple of of like videos that that did relatively well, let's say, but on Instagram, it's even tougher right now. There's so much like, people on it like there's so many people delivering so much value and like i've been trying to be more consistent with reels but also like it's a lot of it's it's a lot of work like i actually someone the idea to start doing reels right like let me tell you like this is why i got frustrated and i'm trying to like coach myself and tell me to like you know stop being so um hard on myself i I gave someone the idea like okay you should do some reels for your business like you should really you know try them out she never did reels her instagram game is not great i mean you know I'm going to be honest. She does two reels. One of them has a thousand views. The other one has 110K views what? to this point. She grew from like seven some, 700 something followers to like 1,200 in like four or five days. Wow. She did another reel. She had like 15K views. And then there's me like getting 1K almost like at, at every video but I was also doing things in English for so long being in Romania. So maybe that's one reason, but it's hard not to compare yourself. Um, At the same time, this is a lesson. If you're trying to make it a social media and grow social media, like it's work and don't give up. Your time will come. Keep adding value. Keep putting in the work because it's just, I guess it's a consistency game and it's adding more value and adding more value. And one day your moment will come because the universe rewards hard work, rewards good intention behind what you're doing so don't give up this is what i'm telling myself this is what i'm telling you in every area even if you're not in social media whatever you're doing keep going and i feel like i've given up so many times in my life honestly i have i've tried things and i've given up when i when i didn't see results like right away yeah this applies every single area right so keep going because you never know when that moment will click especially when it's the hardest time when when we tend to give up when we're like reaching that threshold and we're like, I'm giving up. That's when you need to keep going because that's when the moment will come.
1: Wow, that's beautiful. And I totally agree with it. And I think that's like a beautiful ending to our episode. It's just never giving up. And it's true. It takes a lot of work, but just don't get discouraged, basically.
0: You got this. We all got this. Let's make this a very powerful month because we're filming this on the 1st of February. So yes. it's a great moment to start fresh, write down our to-do lists, our goal lists and kick ass. Exactly.
1: Exactly all right thank you so much for listening thank you and we'll see you next time see you next time bye